What's up? It's your pal Wenshika Sarkis, and this is The Bar is Low. Every episode, we take a look at a fanfiction or a series of fanfictions, and these can be either good, bad, or in between, but mostly, they're bad. Today, we are talking about the Omegaverse. You know, the whole genre of fic that ignores biology because a woman, a person with a vagina here, can sire a child, much like a man with a penis can get pregnant because fuck you. For those of you still unfamiliar with Omegaverse, it is a sort of subgenre of erotic fanfiction that gives humans wolf-like mating characteristics. So it's very heavily focused on dominant and submissive pairs. The dominant ones are called alphas, the submissive ones are omegas, and it is also really focused around breeding. And like I said, it kind of ignores biology most of the time, and logic too. Some people just really get off to the thought of men pushing shit-covered babies out of their asses, so... I don't know, that's why this exists, I guess. Aside from just weirding me out, it also usually contains lots of non-consensual elements, which is bad. Guys, don't write about rape, because rape is bad. Do I really need to say that? Apparently I do. So here we're dealing with an Omegaverse version of the Avatar universe, which focuses around Omega Zuko. So yes, that entails Mpreg of this particular character, unfortunately, cause fuck you. This fic today is called an Alpha's Duty, but it should be called Wenchikistotikus's Duty, cause if I wasn't running an episode on it, I wouldn't have even finished this out of even curiosity, but since I'm on a public search for the worst, uh, it is in fact my duty to cover this fic. This was really difficult for me to get through, actually, because it just combines so many things that I fucking hate into a full-length fic, and I've trudged my way through some real weird and disturbing shit, incest porn, all the, all the fun for the whole family episodes. I've covered a handful of other Omegaverse and Empreg fics here and there in the Tentacle Talk episode, Time Travel and Empreg episode, and Necrobutcher Uses the Internet episode. I have waded through 400,000 word fics of uh, Ozai and Katara as a pairing. The romance is there. Those also tend to involve pregnancy, cause fuck you, but at least it's normal fucking pregnancy, I guess. But this fic we're talking about today just wraps all of that weird, gross shit in a little bundle and then desecrates a relatively untouched area of the Avatar fandom. It has been a long time since I struggled this much to get through a fic. Now I must let you know, nothing is fucking sacred in this fandom. I've encountered many an incest fic, especially when we're talking about the Fire Nation family, but one man in particular has avoided the worst of the smut. In fact, I don't believe I've ever seen any porn featuring him, aside from just crack fic. But my friends, not even Iroh is sacred. Not only does this fic contain uncle and nephew incest, but since it's Omegaverse, there's Empreg. No one is safe from the wrath of Empreg. So please, I've probably ruined enough of this show for you, but... Iroh and his relationship to Zuko has been unscathed. That ends today. Iroh does not impregnate anyone, or get pregnant for that matter, either, but the Empreg is the product of something that's arguably even worse. 
which will be revealed very early on, so you can stick around for really not all that long to see what I'm talking about. I am choosing not to make this a fun for the whole family episode, because I feel like that series is more about collections of scary incest shit, whereas I feel like this fic merits its own episode. It also has the whole Mpreg theme that's, like, kind of different, too. So let's get this fucking started. Immediately, I am hit with a burst of surrealism, because it begins not really all that weirdly, in fact, pretty generic. So Ira and Zuko are just having a conversation about how Azula is fucking insane. It is after war, Zuko is on the throne. But they're talking about Omegas and Alphas and all that shit, so it's like, whoa, wait, this doesn't belong here. This is forgettable generic shit right here, but w w Alphas? Omegas? Why? Why is this here? So... Zuko is asking him, what would Iroh do if Azula sired a child on some poor unsuspecting Omega? There you fucking go, guys. That is the arguably even worse thing that I literally just mentioned. I really gave it away with that comment, but it gets revealed super early on in the fix, so who even cares? It's not even a spoiler. Abortion is good, you guys. So Zuko decides to run off, and yeah, now it's beginning to be implied that some other incest happened as Iroh tries to riddle out what the deal is. And yeah, his brother-sister incest to be specific. Just, I'm getting such surrealism here because he's a penis. Let's be clear. He was impregnated by his sister who I presume has a vagina. Fuck logic. This is also really weird to me, because, you know, even with the fucking crazy incest shit I've covered, I have not seen one where uh, Zuko impregnates Azula, but now this is happening the other way around, so what the fuck? What the honest fuck? This is why we cannot have nice things. Yeah. So anyway, he left because he's not even out about being an Omega, and there's also like a stigma against unbonded Omegas, especially those with children, so I crave death. Then it is implied that Zuko is in fact unbonded, so Iroh has to fill the role of Alpha for him. Guys, I'm like half a chapter into this, and it's already a train wreck. So Zuko is like pretty traumatized by getting raped by his sister, which is understandable. But he keeps calling him dirty and tainted because of it, which is actually pretty sad because he shouldn't blame himself. He's the victim here. Even though this fic is insane, there's this overarching theme of rape recovery, which is like weirdly serious. The gang goes out to find him. Angsty Katara is being angsty about being an ass to him or something and wants to redeem herself because... I don't know, some random arbitrary shit that happened that this author just decided to throw in, like she accused him of raping someone or something. I don't know. Uh, meanwhile, Aang is very pure and just wants to do good. They, they actually found him way faster than I thought they would. I, it's implied that he was actually gone for a while, but in the space of the fic, it's hardly any time at all. And I thought this was going to be a whole plot thread, but I guess not. This all happens in chapter one. <sighs> so when they bring him back... Iroh is like, yeah, I'll bond with him, even though both Katara and Aang offered to do that. I think there's more than enough incest going on here already. I'm super down, actually, for the polyamorous, I don't know what the ship name would be, I guess, Zutarang. I'm gonna call it that. I'm down for that shit. Everyone's happy with that, I think. So then Iroh does agree to bond with Zuko, which... <sighs> It's it means get into a relationship with him. That's what it means. Zuko like cries a lot and 
they're like, oh yeah, incest bonding isn't that weird in an emergency, but like, there's romance in this. Do not give me romance of this. It's implied that's going to happen anyways, because fuck you. Zuko clearly didn't know what he was getting into here when he asked for an alpha. He was never taught any of that. So we have this super awkward scene where Iroh bathes him. Everyone is uncomfortable, by which I mean Iroh, Zuko, and me too. I'm very uncomfortable. There's just such... <sighs> There's such weird sexual tension between them. And, you know, Zuko was very uncomfortable, much like myself. Uh, in spite of his immense discomfort, he wants to be touched. This is a bad post, OP. And then. <sighs> then he jerks him off. Because fuck you! Guys, every time I think I hit rock bottom, it gets worse. There's. Always something worse. That's just a fact of life. Sometimes I think, oh, I'm gonna find the worst thing on the internet, and then I'll, like, know in my heart that it's the worst thing. But the truth is that there is no rock bottom, and there is always something worse. Getting called uncle is now making Iroh really uncomfortable, because now they're gonna have to be bonded soon. So, you know, even they're not gonna be nephew and uncle anymore, even though they're still gonna be nephew and uncle, because that's how things work, I guess. Now we get fucking Zuko just waiting in bed, because that's just how it be sometimes. They, they have to bond. He's, like, all lonely and sad and shit, because Iroh isn't there. But I quote, Iroh's lips had been soft against his, just barely on the corner of his mouth. Boy, what? What is happening here? So, guys, I really feel that it's one thing to write incest of, like, Ozai and one of the kids, or both in one case that I encountered, at the same time. Because, you know, we know that he's a fucked up dude. And neither are those romantic. They're all about pain and suffering. But here, this ship, you're ruining a beautiful relationship here. And then they make out a little because Iroh needs to adjust to his role, and I fucking hate this. Chapter 3 starts out so beautifully normal, with May being sad about Zuko leaving her while she hangs out with Tylee, and you can almost pretend that this is your generic Zutara fic for a moment. I'd give anything for Zutara right now, to be quite fucking honest, even though I don't really like that pairing. Even if it was still Emperor, it'd be so much better than this. But that sense of just normalness fades once we start talking about more Omegaverse shit. Then the two of them head to a speech at the palace in search of answers to so what's the hell's going on with Zuko. It's really awkward that Iroh has to tell the whole country about the situation, because he has to step up and be the Fire Lord now, because Omegas can't be leaders, so Zuko just gets demoted. That's really embarrassing. Now Zuko is like, I definitely can't leave Iroh because it will stain my honor! Boy. I, I just have no words to react to that right now. So then May and Tylee talk to her boy. May is like super pissed off because she thinks he cheated on her, but he has to tell her that yeah, he was raped by the third member of their little triad. It's kind of an emotionally charged scene and I want to feel bad for him that she's pissed off at him for a situation in which he was truly the victim, but I can't really make myself feel things because the rest of the context is just like, why? Tylee is very good about respecting boundaries here. She asks what she can do to comfort him and waits for his permission to touch him. Be like Tylee, you guys. 
I don't know. I just thought that was a great display of friendship there. But anyway, we start finally learning about the circumstances of the rape. He talks about it only a little bit because they're both like, hey, you, you don't have to talk about it if you don't want it, which is, again, that's a good thing to do. You shouldn't pressure people to talk about traumatic shit, respect boundaries. That's good. But he talks about it a little bit anyways. So they found his suppressants that he took his whole life to stave off the heats that he gets in. But Azula, like, took them away, and while he was in a heat, raped him, and we learned that Ozai also probably encouraged this to happen, because fuck him. <sighs> here, like, Zuko says, I hate this, and I also hate this. Uh, you're dealing with serious subject matter here, but it's just in such a bad way, because you don't fix incest with more incest. Especially, like, Iroh's can and has helped him without them being romantically or sexually involved, then you should also abort your rape babies. Your incest rape babies. Furthermore. So then it's time for another sexually tense bath because one clearly wasn't enough. I really don't understand why this has to be a sexual romantic relationship because, you know, he always took such good care of him like he does here. You really don't have to fix sexual assault by getting into a new relationship. Like, a lot of the time you're just not ready for it yet. And... You can recover without that, but especially this pairing, like, what the hell was this person thinking? This is even more, what were you thinking, than what were you thinking, which is my ship name for the pairing Katara and Ozai. My no TP. Anyway, we are talking about something that's arguably worse, maybe even? I don't know. Is it worse? You decide. This fic is also almost pure so many times. He just feels safe with him, but it's like too much because it could be you know familial affection but then it like gets weirdly romantic to the point of discomfort it's just really awkward so for the first time we get to see azula and on the topic of the situation uh she's just like i won zuko is my bitch now but then like may and Hailey come in and she seems awfully pleased with herself for someone who's stuck in a straitjacket in a jail cell they ask her why she sexually assaulted her brother and she lies at first but then the psychopathy kicks in and she's just like well it was fun and like ozai didn't say that i couldn't and here she refers to ozai as daddy because i just needed to be even more uncomfortable than i already was <laughs> my god but then they tell her that she did not win because now zuko is bonding with iroh she loses her shit she is very one-dimensional here just a psychopath basically insane so then we, we got a quick scene of katara trying to make up for being a bitch by like checking on zuko's health so there's like a magic water bending ultrasound i don't know how that works but you know it just kind of happens what is y'all's obsession with twins you're like okay this is already weird a woman got a man pregnant and neither of them are like even trans or anything so like let's just throw in an extra kid in the empire like two for the price of one buy one get one free bitch so once he finds out that he's having twins he just straight up passes out later the whole squad is like hanging out and zuko is just quietly having an emotional breakdown because someone shipped him romantically with his father figure and he's just like is it wrong for me to love him like that yeah it is what even is the purpose of 
betas in these AUs. Like, it's in the process of revealing all of the characters' statuses in the ABO hierarchy. So far, we know that Tylee and Sokka are both betas, but, like, I haven't encountered any betas in other Omega First shit that I've seen. Not that I've really read a lot, but, like, do they have a purpose for existing? But anyway, speaking of Sokka being useless but great in this situation, they're like, hey, Iroh, you're... Omega's, like, having a fucking breakdown. Uh, so Sokka goes to talk to him. It says here, I can take care of him, Iroh said. The words were blunt, dark, and had just a hint of growl to them. It is my honor to do so. Then he turned on his heel and headed off in the direction of Aang's room. Sokka scrambled after him. Okay, but do you mean that it's your honor, like, you're happy to do it, or is it your honor, like, finding Aang with Zuko's honor? Because there is a world of difference between those two things. God bless you, Sokka. You are my light in the darkness, and these fixed with awful pairings. But then, <sighs> things just wither and die again. Because once Iru goes to comfort Zuko, very bad things happen. We all know where this is going now. At God, delete this. <laughs> so, he kisses him, and Zuko's like getting all excited by that, and he wants to be claimed, and they finally have the bond. So, yeah, these two characters have sex with each other. I'm going to spare you the details, except I'll just say that nodding is a thing in this, because Omegaverse. So that means that once you put a dick in an orifice, it swells up so that you can't pull out until you've come. That is a thing in this. But that's all I'm going to say about it. Nothing is sacred and no one is safe. Just give me a moment. I'm... Why does this exist? So, there actually starts to be a plot now. I might mispronounce this guy's name, but Ukano, May's dad, wants to overthrow Iroh, and he needs to get someone to challenge him to an Agni Kai. His best bet is Azula. So, this little section here is just really an intro to the plot, so it's not very long, and right away we get back to our main pairing, I guess. The first bit of this next chapter is, like, actually really sweet. I wish it wasn't incest, though, because, you know, they actually have a really nice and wholesome relationship that isn't incest. I was just like, it's really nice waking up with someone in my arms. I'm gonna get very attached to this feeling, aren't I? My boy is so sweet, he just soaks up all my affection, isn't he so good? Like, which is also, it's really pure, but this pairing. Romantic relationship, no. But then Iroh has to get up, so Zuko makes this, like, involuntary stress noise that summons him back. This, like, could have been adorable if I wasn't, like, so grossed out by this pairing. He's just, like, come back to bed, and Iroh's like, I gotta do some paperwork, but you could sleep on my lap. So they do that, and it's nice. Meanwhile, May comes in to settle the breakup angst, I guess, and deliver some, like, plot exposition. Now that she's over Zuko, it's time for some gay shit with Tylee. It's gonna happen. Uh, meanwhile, in the plot, Ukano visits Azula in prison to work out the plan. Here's a little quote. Then it's decided, the man said, and Azula was almost positive that she recognized his voice. You'll do Iroh and retake the throne just as soon as we can get you out of here. Azula nodded and smiled. Done, she said. She twitched her shoulders in his general direction. I'd offer to shake your hand, but as you can see, I'm a bit tied up at the moment. And to think... The traitor didn't even have the courtesy to laugh at her pun. He really was irredeemable. She would look forward to frying him just as soon as he betrayed her when she was out of this damned cage. And then, 
she would have Zuko all to herself again. It had been so much fun listening to the Omega scream as she'd run it into him. She couldn't wait to have a chance to do it again. Well, he wasn't in heat. He'd scream so much more that way. So first of all, I feel like Azula would hate puns. Like, maybe, except when she's the one making them. But maybe. Only maybe. Secondly, wow, calm your psychopathic ass. Damn. She's really just one-dimensional here. It kind of annoys me. And then uh, May confronts her dad, like, why are you bitching about Zuko's position for me and talking about overthrowing people that is not cool with me? Quit your petty scheming. And also, sexual assault is sexual assault, bitch. Because he says that you can't rape an Omega in the heat because they always want it, which is a shitty thing to say. But that's enough plot for now because it's time for more sex between people who should not be fucking each other. Why did I just sing that? Oh well. It weirds me out even more that there's like actual romance here because that has not been in any of the other incest ones I've encountered and like he's hand feeding him during their dinner date. I hate this. But then yeah they have sex I guess. Uh, He lets Zuko put it in him this time even though that's not really the dynamic during sex that's supposed to happen with the whole Omega Alpha thing. Fuck this. Like, honestly, what's even the point of any Omegas having dicks? Like, do you know why there are two sexes? Because one of them impregnates and the other gets pregnant. That is how a species continues to exist. But here we have someone with a penis being impregnated by someone who has a vagina. Fucking what? I mean, we don't actually know what Azula's genitals are like in this universe. Presumably they've been altered somewhat, but they're still not a penis, I'm pretty sure. And also, like, yeah, Zuko's ass now gets wet like a pussy does. What even, how does this shit even work? What is the point of male and female genitals in this universe? Like, it would make sense if all men were alphas and all women were omegas, although that would be a horribly sexist society, but it makes sense? You know what doesn't make sense, though? Combining actual biological reality of genitals with omegaverse dynamics that completely ignore the true purposes of said genitals. Anyway, omegaverse is stupid, and so is Mpreg. That was what I'm trying to say. So moving on from that, we get some lesbians, which is good. Tylee confesses her feelings for May, and you shouldn't try to just kiss someone to tell them you like them. I know that's like all romantic and shit in movies or books or other media, but if someone did that in real life and you didn't like them back, like everyone does in said media, it would just be really creepy and you could easily consider it sexual assault. So guys, as for people's permission before you kiss them because consent is sexy like also i don't know it's kind of weird too because like tylee was so good about boundaries earlier what happened good thing she has like such pure intent all the time and like may also kind of likes her back so this author can write cute really well actually like my heart is warm with lesbianism see like this could actually be some good content if it wasn't a omegaverse and be focused around an incest pairing so then at the palace there's a banquet for some reason i guess but some shit's gonna go down basically and indeed, Azula just waltzes in, and they all seem pretty unperturbed that someone let her out of prison. Or the asylum, or wherever she is, anyways. Really, it makes no sense for Iris to accept her challenge to a duel, because she's a prisoner, right? Like, he can just be like, 
there's no argument. I'm the one who's in charge. He can just put her back in jail easily. This is not a logical plan for someone to think of, and then secondly, for someone to agree to when they have the power. What even is this? But Zula's well like super pissed off and possessive that, you know, Zuko's bonded with someone else, which is making her even more unstable than usual. But Iroh accepts her offer to fight and they do battle that night. We get to the fight really quickly. I don't feel like there's that much building up to it, actually. But he just slaughters Azula. Like, he kills her. And, you know, Zuko is freaking out, even though, you know, she did some real fucked up shit to him. She's still his sister. And I the father of his children what yeah i guess that's the reality of this fic because fuck you and fuck logic her anger got the better of her in the situation so she couldn't keep it together uh and it's like he can smell her burning flesh and it's like actually pretty metal but then ukano is a fucking idiot and talks shit straight to iroh's face even though he just fucking murdered his own niece without visibly giving a single fuck you do not fuck with Ira, bro. Like, you think that you can, but when you see him fight, you're like, oh, hell no. But Okana must sure have a lot of confidence if he's not shaken by that. Like, Azula was his whole plan. How is he unfazed that she just got annihilated? But Ira knew all along that Okana was a bad dude, so he's just like, why are you like this? And then Okana was just like, ugh, weak old man. <sighs> but then remember that Emprig bitch, because I sure fucking do. There's no birth scene here, but Zuko's just having some pain, and it's really just so kind of like wouldn't get murdered on the spot because it distracts Iroh. Uh, Zuko's just like, please tell me I'm losing the babies. He seems really eager to miscarry, which I fucking hope so actually. But Katara being a healer and all, she's looking after him like, don't worry, they'll be fine. Like, can you not pick up that he's like down to abort them? But no, he's just in pain. He overstressed himself. The incest babies will live. Ukano, again, he didn't die, but he just escaped and he's talking to Mei afterwards. And she's like, well, you got really lucky there. And he's like, huh, I'll be lucky if your mom doesn't leave me after this. And then Mei, giving no fucks as she is wont to do, is like, well, she should leave you. <laughs> yes and then the fic ends with a scene of Zuko and Iroh saying I love you to each other not in a familial way cause fuck you and then there is an epilogue that is just porn because the author to quote couldn't imagine an ABO story without heat period in it and again I'll spell you the detail here but I guess that Zuko hasn't had enough incest babies yet cause that's the implication of this I suppose we don't get to meet the twins, but I guess he pushed them out of his ass or wherever else emperor babies may come from. Like, imagine being birthed from someone's mouth. Like, I don't know, maybe there are species on Earth that do that because, you know, the biodiversity is insane on this planet and there's so many weird things that animals do. But I feel like that would be a cool part of, like, alien biology. I don't know. I just pulled that out of my ass much like the incest babies were pushed out of an ass. Let me wrap up with my feelings on this. Bad pairing, I think I made that clear. Omegaverse and Emperor, I don't like. I think I made that clear. Incest babies, bad. Rape babies, bad. Incest rape babies, very bad. I think I made that clear. And just woman getting a man pregnant, what the fuck? And, and they're both cisgender. Honestly, what? Just 
So the plot wasn't really the focus of this one, as one might imagine, because you gotta get that juicy, incestuous emperor. Uh, I'm still glad there kind of was one at all, even though it kicked in kind of late and didn't make a lot of sense. I think they just needed a villain, so they randomly chose Ukano, even though he's, like, not even a major character at all, or even a, a bender. He was trying to be Fire Lord, but he can't. Ben, so fuck logic. Ukano's plan and the fact that Iroh complied with it were both stupid. I don't think that getting a mental patient to challenge the head of state to a duel is a good rebellion plan. And it was one that Iroh easily would have been able to turn down. Like, Azula, sweetie, please go back to the asylum. I'm trying to run a country here. I don't have time for this. And you really don't have the resources to stage a coup while I have this entire army at my disposal. Iroh just let Ukano do whatever he wanted after that, even though he's clearly a threat and needs to be watched and removed from power. So some things that didn't suck, rate recovery is a very serious topic, and I feel like it was dealt with fairly well, even though you don't fix incest with more incest. We never learned exactly what happened to Zuko, and I feel like that was a good thing. It made it more like a serious theme instead of a plot device. And rape as a plot device is pretty iffy to me. Sometimes it can work, but most of the times it's just unnecessary, and often in fanfic especially. It's porn also. Cause fuck you. Uh, and as much as getting raped majorly sucks, Zuko was very wussified in this. Like, yeah, we know he loves his uncle and shit and they have a good relationship, but he became super dependent on him here, whereas a good chunk of his canon character development occurred without Iroh even there. And he proved his ability to be independent and bond with other people all on his own. I feel like his character development kind of went backwards here because he started just craving the love and of an older relative, much like he originally did with his father, but fortunately Iroh actually delivered the love and approval, but the dependency and the need for validation was not good, and like if it had been like it was with Oze, it it would have been really bad again. There were actually some like cute moments in here. This author could totally write good fluff stuff uh, if they didn't choose this fucking pairing, so I like that. Uh, there were some oddly heartwarming moments in this fic, in spite of the huge amount of squick that I got from it. Also, Sokka, bless you. So that's really it. Just bad post-OP. Even though there were some good and serious things in here, I just would love to know why the fuck you chose this pairing. I just am curious more than anything. So that was An Alpha's Duty by Anonymous. You can find The Barslow on Instagram. Our URL is The Barslow with an underscore in between each word. So follow us. You'll know what's coming up next. I'm Wenchigus Thoticus. Thank you for joining me. And that's all for today.